You are tuned in to She's Crowned with Confidence with host Dr. Nicole Steele. This power-packed podcast was designed to remind listeners of who and whose they are and to encourage, equip, and empower them to regain their confidence and reclaim their crown. Are you ready to fully embrace what makes you uniquely you? Gain clarity on what you were created to do and to show up in the world unapologetic and authentic through and through? Well, if so, then this podcast is for you. It's time to regain your confidence and reclaim your proverbial crown that was designed with you in mind. No longer second-guessing the greatness that lies within, but instead stepping all the way into it with newfound clarity, confidence, and courage. So, without further ado, it's time to adjust your crown and sit on down for another inspiring episode of She's Crowned with Confidence. Hey, greetings, and welcome to another episode of She is Crowned with Confidence. I am Dr. Nath- Dr. Nicole Steele, the confidence coach and the empower of ladies, leaders, and little girls. And so I'm excited. Y'all see, I got my crown. For those who don't know about the crown, you need to go and understand the concept of the crown. But I want you to grab your proverbial crown, your invisible crown, and sit down and join me and my special guest, for a little conversation. So those of you that may not be familiar with our confidence cast and the things, we bring brilliant minds together. We share this platform with women and young adults that are doing phenomenal things and that are walking in confidence. But the reality is even those that are walking in confidence have a story with how they got there. And so today, my special guest is the one and only Miss Monique Rose, and I'm going to give her the virtual mic, and I'm going to let her introduce herself Uh-oh. before we get into it. <laughs> I don't know that I was prepared to do that, and I don't have my crown, so I'm going to put my crown on, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't know the dress code. I would have been ready. Um, but my name is Monique Rose. I am what we now have decided to call a... Um, serial entrepreneur, a multi-hyphenated entrepreneur is what I think is the newfangled term. Uh, I have been in my own business in some form or fashion uh, for over 20 plus years. Uh, I owned my first bar when I was 22. So it's been a long journey for me. Uh, I am originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, I am a teenage mother. I am everything on paper um, statistically that should not be sitting here in front of you. I'm a two-time cancer survivor. I have survived a domestic violence marriage. Um, I have um, started from the bottom, literally. I'm the first entrepreneur in my family. Did all of this with barely a high school diploma. Um, So there is so much, and I don't know if that was the best introduction, but I like to let people know where I came from um, rather than talk about where I am because um, I'm in a beautiful place. I'm blessed. I worked hard. I have accomplished a lot. Um, but that took many, many years to get here. And so, uh, I just, I'm grateful to be here. I'm, I'm thankful that you invited me in to speak and I'm looking forward to what we can 
hopefully inspire and motivate, you know, somebody that's watching this. All right. All right. Well, I appreciate uh, your transparency. You know, you and I had a conversation even before we came on uh, today about the importance of us being real. You know, it's one thing to be on the gram or to, you know, be scrolling and to see everybody's, you know, reels and then, you know, the, the, the right. pictures that have been all edited and all the pretty. And that's mm-hmm. great. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. But we also need to know the real. We need to know the journey. You know, sometimes people will look and they'll say, oh, and they'll start competing and comparing, not knowing the journey that Mm -hmm. it took for that person to get there. And everybody's not ready to do that level of work. So I appreciate you on the front end, letting people know that it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. And and then another thing that I just want to say while it's on my mind is I also appreciate the fact, Monique, that you did not give apologies for where you are now because you said (laughs) things are beautiful. I'm doing very well. And I think for some, Mm -hmm. it's hard to sit in that blessing and own it without apology. You know, people minimize it and oh it's just not really no it's a big deal you've done some work yeah and you are now at a place on the other side of all of those things those obstacles and it's okay to embrace it give voice to it and brag about God's blessings in your life so thank you for being an example for women and girls who might otherwise be dimming down their Mm -hmm. brilliance to make somebody else comfortable. That's not what we're doing here. We no, don't, not we don't at spin all. In it. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I used to, it's funny you said it because I used to, you know, there's the saying like, um, keep quiet, be quiet, be silent about your, you know, if you got something going on, don't tell anybody. And I used to, you know, go by that. And no longer, I'm telling everybody, I'm not being quiet about it because it, if, I, if it's happening, it's because God said it's happening and mm-hmm. it's already written. So if I tell you or don't tell you, it doesn't matter. You're not going to stop anything that's for me. So I'm going to tell it anyway. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't subscribe to that anymore. I did used to very much so minimize, um, you know, not because it felt like bragging. It felt like bragging because those were the wrong people. You know, it does feel like bragging to people that, um, you know, are stuck in another place or not where they should be. Um, So, yeah, no, I don't do that anymore. Good for you. Well, let, let's take a moment and let's go back and introduce us to little Monique, mm. to the one from Milwaukee and, and shouts out for those of us. I, listen, I'm from Michigan, so I'm from up right, that Midwest, way too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from up north, but let's take it back a little bit to the little Monique. If you had an opportunity to go back in time and give advice to a younger you, what would that look like? And before you even go there, what was the mindset of little Monique? Um, I was very stuck mentally. Um, Like I said, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is, I don't know if anyone knows anything about Milwaukee, but it's very segregated. It's very um, crabs in a barrel, because that's what they would like to do is put us in a barrel, but crabs don't belong in a barrel. That's why they act like that. Mm -hmm. But they do it, it was just a place where I didn't see a happy ending, right? I just felt like work. And it was like, and I, and if anyone follows me, they know I say outwork everybody. That's my hashtag. It's not just a hashtag for me. Like I truly live that way. Like that's not just something cliche or something I say. And it was, it was, um, 
bred in me. It was taught to me so much. You have to work. You have to work. You have to work. And I was thinking that that was the, like that was it. You just work. You know, you work your nine to five. You get you a good government job. You Girl, get some, you get some benefits. Yeah, and you. That's you, real. You'd be happy because you got a holiday off and you get two weeks of vacation and you can pay your bills and that's just it. So my mentality was very much stuck in that. But however, God, from a very young age, I always knew it was more than that. I didn't see it. Like I didn't see it in front of me. I didn't know how it was. But in my mind, I always knew one, I was going to get out of Milwaukee and two, I was going to be a millionaire. How I was going to do that, I didn't know. But I just felt like if I kept working and working and working, God was going to bless me. Like this work and success was going to intersect at some point. I had no idea how, like, you know, I didn't have like what they call a trade. Like I didn't do hair or makeup or nails or any of that. So I was like, it was a very confusing time to me. So yeah, my mentality then, if I had to put it in the word, was just stuck. I was just stuck in one place. So if I could go back and talk to her at that, you know, the younger me, I would say so much. But in regards to that, I would tell her, you're on the right track. Just keep going. Keep going where you are. Keep the faith in God and know and just trust him. I had to be all trusting. Like, I really didn't see how, how would I have become a millionaire? I mean, I think the best, I might have made six figures one year. And that was working a lot of overtime, okay? I was a correction Mm -hmm. officer. So I was working, I'm talking about 80 hours a week. You'll kill yourself. Um, So I may have hit six figures, you know, at that point in time. But I I didn't know how I was going to get beyond that. And it wasn't about the money. I think that was the thing, too. Like, it never was about having an amount of money. I just wanted to be free. I didn't want to be stuck anymore. I didn't want to be living check to check. I didn't want my mother working two, three jobs. Um, There were just so many things I wanted to get, and I didn't know how. So, yeah, if I could talk to her, I would tell her, you on the right track. I love Um, I wish I could have avoided a few mistakes <laughs> I made and gave her some advice on how to don't do that though <laughs> don't have a baby at 16 don't get married to a man you didn't want to get married like there were things that I would have changed but yeah just keep going that's what gotcha. I well now let's turn the conversation to the people in our lives how did the people that you allowed in your sphere of influence help to guide you where you are, either positively or negatively. I, I appreciate you talking about don't marry some, don't marry the wrong person because relationships can either make us or break us. And that's not just physical, like romantic relationships, but we know even the people that, yeah, exactly. The friendships, the people that we lit in our ear, the people that we share our dreams with, because everybody can't handle our dreams. You know, we shouldn't be um, ashamed, but like you said earlier, Everybody can't handle our brilliance. Some people are intimidated, not realizing they got their own brilliance. So you don't need to be hating on me because you got your own sugar and it's enough for everybody. But can you tell us a little bit about some of the lessons learned and what piece of advice would you give to people when it comes to walking in confidence and walking in purpose and destiny when it comes to your friendships and associations? Um. Yeah, I wish I had some positive story to tell you, but I did turn it into a positive. Like you said, you can't share. I used to tell briefly people, you know, I'm not going to be here forever. I'm not living here forever. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to marry the man of my dreams. I'm going to take care of my kid. Like I used to say those things and it was shot down every time. How? How are you going to do that? 
you barely got a high school diploma. You know what I mean? Like you mm -hmm. in Milwaukee, where? How you going? Like, so I began to take all the naysayers and all the negativity and all the things and prove them wrong. Like I would be so determined. I did things that I didn't even want to do. Like I got a, I worked in an investment firm and I don't know if anybody is watching this is a, like a broker, but passing these two tests to become a broker is probably the hardest thing I've ever did in my life. The series seven and the 13, the, I was the only black person there. I was the only woman there at this firm. They said to me, don't worry about it. We all failed the first couple of times. We don't expect you to pass because they said that to me. I passed the first time. Look at that. I crammed and I did it. And I'm talking about, I don't even like math. Okay. It's not even in. <laughs> and if you ask me now, why did you do that? I had no intention of being a stockbroker. I had no intention um, you know, being an investment professional. I had no intention of that. It was just a job. I needed a job and they had a receptionist job and I got promoted and I just needed a job. But because those people told me I couldn't do it, I did it. I wouldn't have graduated from high school if people wouldn't have said to me, you're not going to graduate from high school. You're going to have this baby at 16. You're not going to graduate. How are you going to? Don't even worry about it. Just go get you a job, get you on welfare, get you some food stamps. Because they said I wasn't going to graduate, I graduated. I graduated with barely with an existing GPA. I said, I'm going to college. How are you going to college? You don't have a GPA. You didn't take. I took the ACT. I scored in the top 10 percentile of the country. I got accepted to the University of Illinois. I didn't even want to go to college. My point is, I kept doing all these things, right? Which probably wasn't the best way to, you know, but this is the way my mind was playing. Well, you said I can't do it, so I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. So I began to do that. So for probably all of my 20s up to 30, I did that. And then it finally clicked. That's fine to be, you know, inspired by that, pushed by that, motivated by that, driven by that. But do the things that you want to do. Yeah. Take that and do, like, don't do something because of, just because simply somebody said you can't do it. Right. You don't want to do those things. So that's what got me through my 20s, to be honest with you. And then <laughs> as I got older, I was able to kind of focus and really make sure that I was doing things that made my soul sing, not just doing it because you said I couldn't do it. But to be honest, that is those relationships, those I haven't had any real relationship. Um, you know, I'm, I'm talking about earlier on and more of that, that where somebody said, but besides, maybe I have like one aunt. I don't want to do that. But I have probably a couple of family members. But outside, and then you tend to think because it's family. Oh, they just telling me that because mm -hmm. they love me. That's just my family. Mm -hmm. But outside of my family, I didn't have um, relationships that poured into me. I didn't wow. have good friendships. I didn't have, because the confidence that you're teaching of the women now and stuff, I didn't have that for many, many years. I didn't believe. I just trusted God. But I didn't believe in me. You know what I mean? I didn't know what I was capable of. So. Yeah, I would. I I, <laughs> I wish I had. I do now. I am. I am formulating and curating and making great relationships now at this stage in my life because I'm very intentional about the people that I choose because I, I had to learn. I can choose. I don't have to be your friend because we grew up together because we went to school together because, you know, you dated somebody I know. Like, I don't have to be that. I don't even I take it so far as family. Just because we happen to be born in the same family does not mean that we have to be close. I don't have to be subjected to, you know, you mistreating me or mm -hmm. any of those things simply because we're family. So, but that took a long time. So what you're teaching women, I hope at a young age, I wish I would have had this yeah. because, you know, 20 plus years later, now I'm getting it. Um, but yeah, that, that's what motivated me all these years. 
That's powerful. And the beautiful thing is it's never it's, it's never too late. You know, so if there's somebody who's tuned in to this yep. confidence cast and they're they're in their 30s, their 40s, maybe even over 50, and they're thinking, I wish I had known. The good thing is every single day we get to choose. Yeah. So you're not responsible for what you didn't know. You are responsible for what you what know you now. Exactly. If you know better, you do better. And exactly. so I know the beauty of boundaries, but I too, I didn't always know. Yeah. I was the queen of the people pleasers. I I I, I had the um I was the president of the chapter in <laughs> in Ann Arbor, Michigan. You know, right, right, right. I, right. I suffer from that and I know about putting uh, value and weight on what other people think about you. That was my story. You know, yeah. you, on the other hand, you had something on the inside that was rising up. But for me, even though that was there, I was repressing that. Mm. I was, I was leaning more towards, do they like me? What did they say? I was, I was like, I was real bad with that, but yeah. I love what you said. It, you got to a point where there was beauty in the boundaries and you started putting them boundaries up yeah, and realizing that it is a choice. I tell girls, I tell women in many instances, you, you need to think about yourself as the prize, especially when it comes to romantic relationships. You know what yeah. I mean? Don't yeah. minimize people, people who you allow in your life. It's a gift. It's a blessing to be, connected with you and to share your heart in your space. And yes. so if we could be um, intentional and picky right. mm-hmm. and begin to <laughs> categorize people and not that we think high, more higher, higher than ourselves than we ought to, but we need to know what we need and who we need on our team yes. in every season of life without yes. apology. So I'm so glad to hear, despite the the little Monique that you've gotten to a good place and you've yeah. got good support right now because the reality is in life we were not meant to do life alone man you know so when yeah. you think about the growth and the development and just being in spaces with people yeah. who believe in you and who are pushing you to greatness and you know to be able to share with like-minded people it's powerful and yeah. let me also say this to any listeners it's always it's not always about the quantity of those relationships, but it's about the quality. Yeah. So, you know, when I think about my sister's circle, <laughs> it, it is, I can't imagine, I cannot imagine life without these incredible women who see me mm-hmm. and they give me a safe space to clean my crown. You know, right. we show yeah. up in the world. We gotta, we gotta be on go. You're, you're a parent. I'm a parent. So shout yes. out to all the parents listening. Yes. But we have to show up in this world. But we also need a safe space to clean our crown. Yes. So, I love that. So let's talk about the current Miss Monique Rose. I, know <laughs> you, I, I said, and for those that don't know, she is a multifaceted powerhouse. <laughs> With so many gifts and talents, I cannot wait to to you know be able to work with you and and yes. engage and continue to share uh, the wonderful things that you're doing. But let's talk about the current Miss Monique Rose. What do, what do you have your hand in? What are your dreams like? Where are you going? What does that look like in this season of your life? 
Um, right now, this where we are right this moment, I'm in a season of really just streamlining. I've, I've been on the go for seven plus years now, just back to back to back. When I say on the go, I mean figuratively and literally er, traveling every four to five days. Um, and I did that consistently for years. So I was in one state for four days and another state for three days, back and forth and back and forth. Um, I made um, the money, the bulk of the money that I've made now um, as a restaurateur. I was blessed enough to um, take somebody else's idea and uh, grow it because they didn't have the vision and um, grow it to um, a point where another, a bigger restaurant group approached and asked to purchase the entire brand. And this actually um, transpired. It happened before a pandemic, but it happened in 2020 which I think is so significant. People don't understand, like, like I think it was 75 or 80% of restaurants closed during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we're not, especially small business, especially, you know, mom and pops and people that, and I still consider myself small business um, because I'm not, you know, some big corporation. So it happened in the pandemic. And it was just so significant to me that somebody in the midst of all of this going on, when everything else is closing around and businesses are down, I was able to sustain a business so much to the point where they still wanted to buy the business and not just one location or two locations, but all my locations and the entire brand, a brand that wasn't even my idea that I took from somebody that I was with at the time and we did something. And then he's like, mm, I'm cool with this one. And I'm like, nah, we can do another and another and another. And, um, you know, so that's where I am now. So I was blessed enough to make um, my first seven figure deal in 2020 yeah then i um started the brand in 2016 with a bet we had no money five thousand dollars somebody bet that we could open a restaurant in 30 days won the bet we did it um just wanted to make five thousand dollars a week that was my goal i said we could just do five thousand dollars to be able to pay the bills pay a couple employees you know put a couple dollars in my pocket at that point in time, when I opened that restaurant, I was making $500 a week, $500. I had, we had one consulting client that paid $1,000. We were splitting it. So I was making $500 with two kids, not knowing what was going on, opened this restaurant, just on faith, hoping to make $5,000 and did $1.2 million the first year. Wow. We I have since, yeah, since with that brand, I just sold the last location in June um the last yeah there were two that were left out of that deal i just sold the last location in june in another seven figure deal which is a blessing um so i have done over 20 million dollars in revenue close to 30 now 30 million dollars in revenue with that one brand in the last six years um so that's why i feel it's important to lead with what i led with i'm i had a baby at 16 i'm from milwaukee wisconsin i didn't graduate college i barely graduated high school um and this is what i was able to accomplish with just nothing with no money just a work ethic beyond you know (laughs) most people's um willingness to work so i did that and now i am in several industries i own a beauty brand called mink and honey um which is uh i said i mentioned earlier i'm a two-time cancer survivor so i lost hair my skin changed i wanted something that uh, I could, I needed for myself, but I could also help other women. I was in the restaurant industry, 60% of my guests in the restaurant were women. So I'm like, I already have the audience. 
Um, so I launched Meek and Honey actually during during the pandemic, and um, it's doing well. I have a health and wellness brand called Mold because health is very important to me now. And I've been on a weight loss journey for probably 15 years now, off and on, on and I've lost 60 pounds. I've gained it back. I've been on the back and forth. Um, so that's important to me. So I also have a health and wellness brand. I still own a restaurant in Atlanta. It's called Bodega, which is my next brand that I'm going to build and sell for seven figures. Yes. And I also, um, in partnership with my son, whom I had at 16, who is now a business owner. We, um, in partnership with him, I own an exotic snack shop and a studio in Atlanta as well. And I, uh, I also have Monique Rose Management, which is my um, business consulting company um, where I help. I'm not so many now because I'm so busy, but I do still help restaurants that are starting up if they need consulting help in um, other small businesses. And then the last thing is real estate. I decided that, you know, had I had did what McDonald's did in this deal with my restaurant, um, I would still own the building and be their landlord. Mm -hmm. So I decided that going forward, you know, I want to look into purchasing, if not developing, commercial property. So you asked about where I'm headed. And that that's where I see next for me and my brand. And then last but not least, my newest baby is the Winter Circle. So I hope that you and I get in touch, you know, after this because it is very similar. Not that I'm teaching women confidence, but what I was missing was a circle of women who were okay with my success. And unfortunately, I was um, associated with and had friendships that viewed me like Monique from Milwaukee and viewed me like the $500 a week, you know, Monique that was struggling and they can't handle where I am now. Mm -hmm. So I was, my, Mike. man, listen. <laughs> Those women are gone. Those people, not just women, men, everybody I was friends with, to be honest with you, um, have, you know, God has removed them. Mm -hmm. And I said, dang, I really wish that, you know, I could pop myself and let people know what's going on with me without them being offended. And I want to be surrounded by people because, you know, I need to talk to somebody. I didn't have anybody to talk to that had a seven figure. I didn't know any millionaires. I had right. nobody to guide me through this. I had nobody to say, no, this is what you should do. This is what not what you shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. So I wanted that circle. So I created it. It's called the Winner Circle. And um, it's a community that I just am launching this month, as a matter of fact, um, okay. of like-minded women, women that, um, and no, you don't have to be at this level of success, but at least have the mindset. You have to at least have the winner's mindset and be okay being surrounded by women that, um, have that mindset or may already be doing it. So those are all my <laughs> ventures. Those are the things that I have going on now. And I hope to do so much. I'm just getting started, to be honest with you. I'm I, getting started. I love it. How amazing. And I, I already told you, I already knew this was not going to be a one and done for us. Right. <laughs> I need to have you back. To, to, so we can unpack a whole lot of this. I want to talk about the importance of harmony. You talked about, I, I lost track of all the, all of the things that make Monique Rose who she is. Yes. But I think it's important for women to know, just like in the word of God, when God tells us about talents, you know, we are all blessed with gifts and talents and abilities, and they are unique to us and our design. But some people have multiple, some have one. It's not right. about how many, it's about how you manage. Are you utilizing those gifts for God's glory or are you hiding those gifts and keeping those gifts? Because gifts 
as I've said on other shows, are meant to be given. Yes. And so when we have gifts and like me and my my purpose partner, Dr. Dion, we have um, a, a network called the Beyond Brilliant Network to bring, like you're doing brilliant minds together. Right. But we have all these brilliant ideas, brilliant books, inventions, businesses. But if we keep them to ourselves, those gifts aren't helping anybody. Exactly. <laughs> so kudos to you. For not just having work ethic. Yes, work ethic is half of it. But vision is the other people. And the word of God also says without a vision, the people perish. Perish. (laughs) So you are a woman of action. I absolutely love it. So how can our listeners today connect with you? How can they learn about the winner circle? How can they learn about your new venture and if they want to you know you and your son which is a whole nother thing you know when we talk about crowns we have to not just be concerned about the position of our proverbial crowns but being prepared to pass the crown down and so the fact that you have taken those lessons and been a mentor and a real model to your son and now you're you're walking alongside with him helping him build his empire yes. and his legacy girl yeah. <laughs> ah, i go run around here but how can people <laughs> connect with you how can they learn and follow and just plug in and mm-hmm. be inspired continue to be inspired by what you're doing well i make it easy everything's the monique rose okay so any social media platform it is the monique rose on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, wherever you need to find me. My website is MoniqueRose.com. No, the. So just MoniqueRose.com. If you go there on Instagram, I have a link tree with everything that's going on. My restaurants, my consulting business. Um, I do do some success coaching. Um, all those type of things. Everything's on there. Um, so, yeah, just follow me. Tap in. I'd love to respond. I do interact all the time. So even as my following and my supporters have grown i still make sure that i um I, li- I like that like i like to i need the interaction i learn so much from people that are following me and like i've been following you and i learned this and then i talk to them and i'm like you taught me something so yeah the monique rose on all platforms i love it so if anybody is listening to this maybe you're in the car and you can't take that down you can always check it out in the comments below we've got it here definitely follow like subscribe do all yes. the things support the things. go out and buy and <laughs> yep. tell you the in atlanta world. come through or even That's if you're right. visiting in atlanta come through i love it i love it well thank you again monique and we are definitely going to have you back uh and and we look forward to doing even more in this yeah. this journey that we're on and and the work that we're doing Uh, For those that are listening that have not had a chance to check out all of the things that I'm connected to, be it the nonprofit side of the house and the award-winning Diamond in the Rough Youth Program. So if you have or or have a passion to empower the youngest among us, you can find out information about that at DITR.org, which is simply the initials of Diamond in the Rough. And then you can find out about all the other things, including the community, the Beyond Brilliant Network, uh, the coaching, the consulting, the courses and all the things, as well as my most recent book. Yeah, 
the tale of 10 crowns. You can find out information on my website, The Real Nicole Steele, or you can purchase the book on Amazon. So again, Monique, thank you, my sister, thank for you. encouraging others that are listening in. And if this confidence cast has been a blessing to you, don't keep it to yourself. <laughs> don't keep it to yourself. Tell a friend, send them the link, like, subscribe, do all the things so that this encouraging message from our sister right here can inspire and encourage somebody else. So thanks for listening. Thanks again, Monique. Thank God you. God bless. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to She's Crowned with Confidence with Dr. Nicole Steele, the Confidence Coach. This confidence cast has been brought to you in part by Diamond in the Rough Youth Development Program and Gym Makers LLC. For more information on this podcast, previous episodes, programs, or products, simply visit she'scrownwithconfidence.com or therealnicolesteel.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Real Nicole Steele. Thank you.